0: G'day and welcome to another episode of Perth Property Insider. I'm your host, Jared Mann, And today, I've got David Minot from Second Dawn Sustainable Building Company back on the podcast to talk about the building industry insights. And we're going to go into exactly what's been happening in the building industry over the last 18 months. What's led to these building and cost increases and blowouts and how are builders actually faring? from someone on the inside and what is their pipelines looking at are people still building or have they stopped and i think there's a real opportunity if you have thought about building because we're looking at a goldie goldilocks right time to build before things potentially pick up again and uh, david's going to give us his insights really looking forward to getting his take let's go inside Welcome to Perth Property Insider, where you will learn how to grow your wealth and improve your life using Perth Property. Our show is brought to you by Investors Edge Real Estate, the highly rated and
1: award-winning property management specialist servicing the whole of Perth. Now, here is your
0: host, Jared Mann. G'day, David. Thanks for coming back on the podcast. We caught up in the other episode chatting about sustainable building and you certainly filled me in on a lot of things that I didn't know. Hopefully, our listeners got a lot out of that. So, go back and check out that episode if you've missed it. But today, I've got you back to chat on the building and construction industry and give us your valuable insights. So, thanks for coming on again.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me again, Jared. Really enjoyed our last chat, so I hope I can provide some real good insights today for you as well.
0: So, what's it like in the building industry the last 18 months from the insider perspective? I know people are very wary at the moment of potentially building. Um, What have you seen happening on the the ground?
1: Um, 18 months for a builder, I think, ever. Definitely in my career timeline anyway. and. Something I've definitely seen is a lot of uh, turnover and retention in staff in a lot of companies. Just there's, there's a lot of burnout happening because it's actually really high pressure at the moment to be able to deliver for our clients. Um, mm. Obviously, we've we've had a lot of delivery delays and obviously been affected by COVID. So that supply chain's just not at its optimum. But then to enhance the problem, we obviously had the homeowners grant, which you took... It pretty much crammed two years worth of sales into about six months. So we have two years worth of work to deliver on. And in the standard timeframe of what people would have expected, which would have been a six-month construction contract. But lo and behold, we're still here two years later, still building through those contracts because that's how much worth was signed up. Mm. And then on the other hand, with builders being squeezed by subcontractors and suppliers with price hikes and we've seen the damage that's done nationally with a lot of large home builders going under. So, you know, it's just been a tough time for a lot of builders out there. Mm. But uh, the the good news is, look, I feel it's both because, you know, Mm. we have people, not for us, but, you know, there's definitely a lot of people out there that it's, it's their dream home. It's, it's their family home. You know, it's something that they've been saving and working so hard for yeah. so long. And now it's either out of their reach or it's taken too long or, you know, now with interest rates going up, it's just another, it's just a huge stress factor. So for the home builders out there, my heart goes out to them. It's, it's not been an easy journey, but you know, I can see it from both sides and, and it's the builder is just. Been going through as much pain as um, as the, their clients in, yeah. in this in this time. The um, the, the only silver lining
0: and their, and their great ideas. Uh, hey? um, I know intentions you know, were good from them as well to try to prop up the economy and absolutely you know, get people back to building and the. At the, the time, there. it
1: seemed like the absolutely right thing to do, you know, and seemed like it was going to be. A great solution to be able to help prop up the building industry which you know employs like 30 percent of people nationally so it did seem a great idea but i don't think many people thought about that long-term effects like what could go wrong and um and then and you know here we are living out the worst case scenario
0: yeah so what have you seen actually happen to Cost and why is it costing so much more now than pre COVID?
1: Well, it's a simple case of supply and demand. When it comes to labor, there's only so many people here in the state. We've also got a mining boom going on at the same time. So I know a lot of guys that went up north mm. to, to go up, up there. So, you know, straight away off the bat, we've lost a good number of tradespeople in around the Metro to up North and then, so obviously they were able to demand more money. And you've also got to understand that uh, before that. So I think they're just taking the opportunity to get paid what they deserve. But, you know, you couldn't have built that into your fixed price contract, knowing that, uh, you know, end of 2020.
0: What could have happened? That's right, so,
1: and then being in West Australia, and Perth, we are the most isolated city in the world. So for supplies to come to us, it definitely takes longer. We had a rail derailment earlier last year with the floods and stuff like that. So we, you know, stock literally just got stuck on the East coast. It couldn't come on the train line. So that created huge problems for steel products and insulation products. And so it's just kind of been a combination of so many things going wrong at the same time. Look, it's been an experience and I think those of us who are still here will be much a lot more wary in the future for sure.
0: Hmm. So crystal ball time, when do you reckon these construction timeframes and costs are going to level out or are you game enough to put a prediction on that? (laughs) You can give me some caveats to it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, look, look. So, you know, what I'm seeing from our suppliers, we got another price rise on a few, um, items in July. And I think that had a lot to do with the extra fuel costs that's been going up. And of course Mm. that's got to do with war in Russia, but oh, in Ukraine, sorry. And the, so that was, that's the last price rise we've got. And we haven't got anything this month and I'm not getting any. Further emails saying that there's going to be many more price rises coming up. So I think what we've done is we've finally hit the ceiling of price hikes and, uh, (laughs) and and, well, you know, even the same with trades, like the, what's happening at the moment is because the industry went the way it did and it wasn't good. A lot of people I said are wary to build. So sales pipelines for a lot of building companies aren't high that moment at the moment, like there's been a 25% drop-off in sales. So what we're gonna see sort of coming into next year is that there will be a bit, bit more of a lull and things will definitely calm down. And because of that, you know, prices will become a little bit more competitive, but they're not going back to the prices they were pre-COVID. So like mm-hmm. for if people thinking oh, I'll just wait out and 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 you know we'll get a good price again. Like it just don't just re, reevaluate what you sort of expect around how things are still going to cost and builders have a lot of catch up to do in terms of like just losses. So I don't think builders are going to be reducing yeah, their to,
0: price, even if they want, to, even if they wanted to. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like, so I don't think that we'll see prices like they, they once a good, uh, year coming up and 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 beyond i think that we've come out this pretty strong and like i said with suppliers and, and tradesmen i think like i said it's been experienced but also everyone from from my experience has really come together to to help each other out and we're mm-hmm. going to just have a, a tighter network sort of going into 2023 and and yeah I've been really impressed with with the industry um, and how it's responded with each other. And yeah, I've just, my experience is that there's just been a lot of, a lot of help where people can. So it's been really a real positive.
0: Well, that's good on the in, inside to no, no point uh, fighting against each other. Everyone, you know, trying to get an outcome for the client. And it's good to hear that you're getting together on the same page to do that. That's great. Yeah, definitely. And how uh you mentioned builders pipeline um, pipelines. So they're obviously seeing a fair decent slowdown to things. What do you reckon is gonna happen moving forward into next year? Is that gonna mean that they're gonna be able to build things more quicker and, and get back to a quicker time yeah, frame?
1: Definitely. And the other thing as well is builders uh, have regained their confidence in doing, you know, fixed prices because okay we're confident that we're not going to be seeing additional price rises. So Mm. what I'm seeing is that, yes, the market is is very cautious in wanting to go and build. What I think is that there's going to be a real good opportunity between October to about March to actually get into a builder to get something to get on their books, to get something built because, as you know, once everyone knows about something, that's when it's too late to get in. You well, know, that's why I wanted and then to get you on probably, <laughs> That's right. And so, what I think is going to happen is that when people realise, oh, now is actually a good time, you know, things are stable, I'm going to get to my builder now. If you didn't get in early, we'll probably see a little bit of a bulge again, where people finally, think like, you know, all mm. the projects people have been holding off on until it got, you know, stable again, they'll, they'll be at the back of the queue and they'll, they'll still be waiting. So, yeah, I think there's going to be real good. There's going to be a little golden
0: opportunity. Yeah, yeah. the Goldilocks window, <laughs> as some people call it. In to to uh, get fields. in. Yeah.
1: And I do see it's builders. Just right. Yeah, and the builders are offering small incentives, nothing mm. huge, um, but they are offering some incentives to obviously make, you know, shore up their their work in the future. Like, yeah, it's definitely a good time coming up to to get ahead of the game where you'll be, yeah, like your project will be forefront of everyone's mind, and there were the uh, things will free up again. So, uh, well, yeah, you'll be looking as at well,
0: what you said that you're not seeing the prices continuing to increase, and and that's a a good sign for inflation overall. I'd have to think if we can start hearing this from a number of industries, and you'd have to imagine that construction sees a lot of industries, products, and things being imported. From all kinds of places, so it's a good barometer and litmus test. If you have seen the prices stabilise, and hopefully uh, we'll see that popping up in inflation too soon.
1: Yeah, and I've been seeing more product back on the shelves. Like, uh, yeah. and we're yeah. you know we're getting emails saying you know we're we're double stocked, we're we're good to go, we're ready to service. So that's that supply chain that have been working so hard to ensure that they're they're protected. Just in case, so something else does go wrong that we can't see. But yeah, like definitely seeing the return of materials, and it's been a lot easier to get access to them and quicker turnaround times. So, yeah,
0: that's been a real, real positive. So, is there anything else builders are doing to try to steady the industry? You've seen?
1: Look, not that I've seen, and I don't. I I have noticed definitely a lot of builder advertising going on, but in terms of stimulating. I don't think like, um, builders want to over promise and under deliver like, like they have
0: expectation management thing, isn't it?
1: Saying that, you know, we are definitely offering things to encourage people to, to build with us, but that's not for our overall sales pipeline or anything, but that's because I have such a, you know, passion for converting any home into a energy efficient home. So, you know. Where where we can get people on board with that, that's you know, I'll be open to that any day. So hmm. yeah, I, I haven't seen a, a whole lot of incentives yet. And um same same with the government. I haven't seen too many yeah, further probably incentives. Stay out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Which might be a good. I think thing. they've probably learned their lesson. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And like our industry bodies as well, they've been, um, they've been doing a lot of good work in, in providing resources for, for, you know, potential clients as well as builders around uh, that expectation management and what the future can landscape might look like. So yeah, it's, I think all in all, we've gotten through the worst now and that, uh, yeah, like I said, there's, there's a real good opportunity, um, moving forward.
0: So what's your thoughts on the, the damage that has been done? To, with different builders going under? Because it's always hard when you watch the news because they bring to your attention the one or two. Or I don't know how many there could have been, but you always seem to see it on the news when it does happen. How have people ended up that might have been in that sort of situation with the builder that did go under?
1: Well, that's why we have home indemnity insurance policies. Yep. So they, they will get enacted and builders will take those projects on and finish them out. So the, so there
0: is the sort of protection there.
1: Look, they, they will be taken care of. The only problem is that it, it will take longer, you know, for that builder to then take that project on and they'll have to fit them in and, and and schedule them in and so on. But, you know, I have actually even seen builders reaching out to people who've been affected, like, um, you know, Hey, give, give us a call and we'll, we'll sort you out. So there's been definitely a good, Call to action to help them out, but like okay. that's why we have that home indemnity insurance policy. And, um, that was created to protect the consumer from this exact thing happening. And yep. what, what we will see moving forward is obviously the insurers will tighten up their policies and not want to dish out too much indemnity insurance
0: yeah. or over and leverage themselves premiums are probably going to go to, up uh, as they are in every field. Yeah. It's just, like, so. That's
1: right. So yeah, so at least those families will be taken care of. That's again, that's another, another positive, but they will have to just wait for, for the builder to, to get, get to them. Like I said, though, we've, we've gone, we've gone through that, that big hump of work and, and we're, we're gone on the backside. So things are starting to free up.
0: So it's good. Yeah. Hopefully we've seen the last of them and builders that remain will keep their head above. Water and yeah. yeah, get back to more That's normal right. business as usual coming into twenty three. I'd hope.
1: Yeah. Uh look, I'm an optimistic person always, and I genuinely feel next year is going to be yeah, just a reestablishment to to getting back to that you know the way the things were, and so yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Hmm. And so, do you think investors and homeowners should wait for? Until next year, or I guess this is a great little window for them to jump in if they've been thinking about it from everything we've spoken about today. It's sounding that way.
1: We're getting quite a few good inquiries and been signing up a few. So, you know, there, there, people were still wanting to build, which, you know, yeah, is if I can be honest, the somewhat need surprising. Go away.
0: Because, um, <laughs> you it's know, like people have delayed.
1: Yeah. That's right. And, um, and yes, yeah, so people still got their plans and, you know, we do have a lot of conversations around the same things we've talked about trade availability, you know, going to be, is this fixed prices, things going up? There's still that caution in the conversation, but I'm so much more confident with being able to be open and honest with, with our clients on, on how things are and, and where things are going. And, and, you know, that's definitely, it's good to be able to reassure them. That yeah, we are getting back to a business as usual.
0: Yeah, excellent. So, is there any um, help from federal, state, and industry bodies to help the industry from your side? I know we spoke that there's, they're not really doing anything else for the buyers and on the consumer. Yeah, there's side, nothing
1: building specific. You know, there's still COVID grants and relief stuff out there. There are still grants for for if you're doing, you know, new types of ways to build. So if you're getting into manufacturing or doing new design, you can get the government will contribute to to part of that cost. Mm-hmm. So there, you know. by On the innovation there, those,
0: side.
1: Yeah, but those programs have been around for a while. But, yeah, in terms of like builder relief, no, there hasn't been anything from the government. And I think maybe at the end of the day, it's probably not the government's responsibility. To, to have to be bailing out the the builder either yeah it's sort of it just one sense. of those you know it's like where, where do you stop trying to help and assist and so yeah i think with any sort of private company you get built on your merits right so sometimes it is helpful to have the government there but in a free market it would work anyway even if you know i mean if there's never those incentives in the first place good builders would have found a way to to have got work and that's just that's how business works so but yeah it's i think like i said we've we've gone through the worst now and it's uh those of that are uh, still here we're just gonna sort of shake that one off put that write that one down the books for learning and just crack on
0: yeah awesome So thanks so much for joining us today. If people want to find out more info on your building company, Second Dawn, I'll put your links in the show notes and we'll have to get you back in six months or so to give us some more insights on how things are progressing in the building industry. No doubt there's going to be a lot of change further ahead. So appreciate your time and for joining us. That'd be great. Thanks for having me again. Just a reminder that the information discussed in this podcast is general in nature as we don't know your specific situation. You should always seek professional advice before taking any action. For free market reports on your suburbs of interest and other helpful resources to grow your wealth, make sure you join my property investor update at investorsedge.com.au join. And finally, make sure you're a member of our Perth Property Investment Facebook group. To be part of the conversation with other like-minded investors, get help to your questions, and get a feel for what's going on out there in the market. I'll see you in the group.